0: record on the computer. All right. So welcome, everyone. Welcome back here for the episode three on the season one, (laughs) Rising Phoenix. I'm excited. I'm happy to have all of you here. This is really nice. This is really cool. Um, Today, we're going to have the episode three on the Rising Phoenix, and today we're gonna talk about the 62 profile. That's what we're gonna talk only for today, and I'm so excited because this is this is us. <laughs> this is <laughs> us. So that's so cool. And after the 62 profile, we will speak about the six-line frequency. So what is coming in 2027? Now you guys start to be pretty familiar with this. Uh, You know we are living in the line one frequency at the moment, background frequency, line one, and this will shift in 2027 to the line six. So we're gonna talk about this and we're gonna talk about, okay, what does it mean? What can we expect? And blah, 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 blah. All right, so before we start, I actually really want to give credit to Tom and Cheryl for showing here, you know, every Sunday uh, to put this together, you know, to put this podcast together because it's really cool. And without Cheryl and Tom, I wouldn't have been able to do it. So I really want to say thank you to Cheryl and Tom for this amazing podcast uh, that we are able to do and thank you to all of you as well all of you on youtube who are watching you know the the live recording and giving all the comments and all of you who are present every sunday because it is really nice to have you and it really makes a big difference to have people uh, right here and you know not not people who are just watching the the recording so thank you very much for being here and what i invite you to do is i really enjoy this little music and i would love to listen this little music together and to just take the time to breathe just take a couple of breaths together This is all time, this is all time, this is all life, this is us, this is who we are, this is the optimism of being a 62, this is the beauty of being a 62, and again, welcome here, welcome to all of you, and uh, yeah, thank you for being incredible, thank you for being here, thank you for being yourself, thank you for being this, this role model, thank you for Living example of, of your value and yeah thank you very much for being here and i'm very very happy and okay let's start this uh this lovely podcast all together Woo, tom how are you today cheryl how are you today cheryl so first yeah. I'm,
1: great. I'm doing good it's uh <laughs> it's fun and <laughs> yeah thank you for asking are you did you did you have a good day today as yeah the so far. The morning. good day morning
0: started yep, yep. yeah uh, i woke up with uh, a lot of melancholy and and i kind of like feeling the melancholy from the transit you know this gate three um this the third this, line yeah yeah the third line the melancholy at the beginning you know and but uh, mm. but it was it was it was good morning a good morning so, just to remind everyone, um, today we have Tom, Cheryl, and myself. So, we have a manifesting generator, emotional. We have uh, Cheryl, who is a splenic projector, and myself, who is a pure generator. Um, all of us are 6'2. This is a 6'2 podcast. We are all visionary and mystical people. Uh, so, yeah, welcome into the, the podcast. The transit of the day. Let's have a look. Today, it's a gate three, um, gate three, ordering the difficulty at the beginning. Last week, it was gate 42, increase the gate of the growth. You know, so we, we moved from growing and increasing to difficulty at the beginning. And I believe Tuesday or Wednesday, we will move into gate seven, nourishment, the gate of caring. What can we say about this gate three? What, like, I think the gate speaks by itself, difficulty at the beginning, but what else can we say? Tom, any, um, any thought on it? Any, anything you feel to share?
2: Yes, of course, yes, of course. So 42, where we just came out of was the completion of an annual process, okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's an ending of something. And you know, all endings are beginnings. So we go from the ending in the 42 of the maturation of that annual process to a brand new process and difficulty at the beginning. Uh, Yes, it's individual, it's very mutative. it can be a bit melancholic, but Mm -hmm. it it is also really more about the new. It's Mm -hmm. about new files being downloaded. So, you know, if you've been through a process and you say, boy, I'm glad that's over. Well, the good news is all's well that ends, okay? Mm -hmm. Because the moment something ends, something else starts. And this is where the the third hexagram is all about, okay? So it's a particularly good time for us all to be in quarantine and so-called social distancing because we actually get to pay attention for a change. You know, to to be vigilant, to pay attention. And if you do that in some level of quiet and peace, whatever you can accomplish for yourself, that's when you'll get those new downloads, those new files, which is going to be essential in us knowing in the 27th hexagram following the three, what to care about, what to nourish, what do we want to pour water on. Be careful where you pour water. Wherever you pour water, something's going to grow. So mm-hmm. you know, be cautious with your water in terms of where you pour that. And that's about all I have to say about that for the for the moment.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing, Tom. Thank you, yes. Sh- Cheryl. Do you have any uh, any thought, mm-hmm. anything you want to share? No, you. Nothing
1: passed? to add. No, pass. Okay.
0: Uh Yeah. Well, personally, I can, I can share a little story about this, this gate three, um, which is, as Tom say, you know, deeply, deeply, individual is part of the individual circuitry. And something that is good to remember is any gate, any gate in the individual circuitry is deeply, deeply melancholy. You know we, we have this chemistry in our body that is moving us with the melancholy and the gate three, it's, it's yelling at you, it's yelling at what the hell am I doing here? You know, the gate three is going to be like, why am I here? What the hell am I doing here? Because it's always the difficulty at the beginning. So we have this big melancholy that, oh my God, how am I going to be able to do this? It's the unknown. And because it is the unknown, you know, every beginning is the unknown. So we can feel deeply this melancholy that is within us. And especially when we don't have the gate 60, um, b- because it's like looking for something. It's, it's looking on how can I get out of this? And at the moment we have the, the gate 60. So the channel uh, of acceptance, gate 60, which is limitation, well, he adds something at it. He adds something that life will always be like this. Oh my God, I'm so melancholic. I feel limited. I don't know how to get out of this. Life will always be like this. Oh, and, and it can be very, very depressed. You know, very, very, it's a potential of depression, you know, because you can see, guys, the, the gate three is pointing towards um, the, the, the root center, which is all about depression. And it can also be a gate with a lot of frustration because it's coming out of the sacral. Um, and as Tom say, at the moment, this, this transit, this gate, is really, really asking us to be careful on what we put energy into it, because then we're going to move into gate 27, which is all about nourishment. And that's kind of like the transit today. That's what we are all experiencing. Can you see? We're we all experiencing being emotional but we're all also experiencing the deep pressure from the roots to transcend limitation. So we're looking for something to do. We're looking to get out of something that is difficult, something that is maybe not comfortable, but it's a pulse. It's an on and off. It, it doesn't, it doesn't uh, occur like all the time. It, it's a pulse. Sometimes nothing happens, nothing happens. So it's deeply about accepting all limitation and accepting that it doesn't happen twenty four seven. It it it's a pulse, and at the moment we do have the pulse. Well, we find energy, we engage, and that's gate twenty seven nourishment. So we're gonna nourish to uh, nourish what we put energy into it. You know, to to keep our tribe alive, to keep ourselves alive, to. To, to really nourish ourselves, to bring value to the tribe, to bring value to the survival instinct, etc., etc. So can you see how this energy is moving here today for, for the transit and especially with the gate three here? You know? Um, yeah, anything else you guys feel adding and sharing, you know, about the transit, about um, what is happening at the moment, where we came from, what is happening here and now, and where we going for the next couple of days? No? no, Tom. Yeah, Tom. Yeah, please.
2: Let's look at a few of the other activations because these activations are gonna affect. All of us in different ways, but let mm-hmm. us look at. It. We have the definitions. We see that you know we have the crisis leading to the progress, mm-hmm. a so-called yeah. emergency. Every emergency is an opportunity to emerge and see. Mm-hmm. That's what the progress is all about. You know that's what the crisis is there for to cause us to take a look at what's going on in the human experiential way. So, but let's look at some of these other things. You look at the notes. You have the 15 for the wallflower. Isn't it lovely? we're all wallflowers in our home right now mm-hmm. paying attention as opposed to what we usually pay. <laughs> it's quite lovely, right? Yeah. Okay. And in that is an opportunity The fourth, the 10th hexagram fourth line this is the profile line of before it is opportunism. Okay. We have a real opportunity in this wallflower in this so-called forced lockdown. You know, I think it's a joke lockdown for me, it's more about freed up than locked down. I hope other people are feeling that because there is a tremendous silver lining, if not gold lining in this cloud that we're all under, supposedly. The uh, crisis is only temporary. The moon is going to be there for a, about another eight hours and then that moves away and so that process goes away in that moment you want to say well where's the progress what did i learn what are the what's in the three what are the new files yes there can be melancholy but there you know melancholy is referring to half of the wave you know elation to melancholy Mm -hmm. bear in mind what's coming in 2027 is not about the wave anymore it's about clarity There will be people that will be born on the world that they will not have this motor running the way we do. We're looking for emotional clarity because we have this motor running in the way. But when the new species shows up in 2027 with emotional awareness, not all of them, but some of them will be the real examples, they are going to be very different, very, very different. They're not going to have a lot of melancholy. They're going to have a lot of clarity about what to choose It's going to be rather clear to them. It's not going to be all this confusion, okay? Something to ponder, you know? The future is not going to fit into the pasture. The Mm -hmm. pasture is the pasture. Nothing there but stuff to step in usually doesn't smell that good. The future, we don't know. We don't know. So be receptive. Be willing. This is if you're paying attention and quiet and still, the wallflower, the opportunism of going through the crisis. Look at what's coming next, the 21-6. Chaos. Oh, we're all in chaos. In that lovely, a new order can come from the chaos. You're not going to get a new order when you're strong in your position. You're going to get a new order. Think of it, aloofness to being in control. Isn't it lovely to know that we are not in control? There are larger forces at work here. Maybe we want to, instead of assume we have to be the force, maybe we want to attune ourselves to the force as to what those are. And I'm not getting my news from uh, you know Boston. I'm getting my news from further out. There's larger forces at work here than the average earthling is aware of. Uh, let's look. Let's look a little bit more here. We have the 36. We have the moon conjunct. Oh no, the 35 is the is the- well. Look at there. Venus will be around for a while. Venus is going to bring a lot more progress than the moon's going to bring a little crisis. Okay. It's going to be around for a while, and that's what you want to pay attention to. Every emergency is an opportunity to emergency. Let's go on down and look at the beautiful conjunction uh, between. We'll skip Mars for just a second. We'll get back to it. Uh, look at Jupiter, the 61. Sixth. Oh my God! Inner truth.
0: And it's wow. been here. It's been here for a little while now. The 61.
2: And will continue to be. And not only that, but look at Pluto conjunct with.
0: Yeah. Now you got
2: expansion and you got grandma. You got the truth and you got expansion. Man, is this a time to pay attention? Notice Mm -hmm. those are both uh, individual gates as well. The 61 is an individual gate.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. So, all this new material coming through, if we're willing to let go of the old to make room for the new, and what Uh is letting go of the old? It's saying, I don't know. I don't know. Uh What does that put you in touch with? Your receptivity yeah, yeah. to something new. So that's enough for now, but there's always more.
0: Yeah, and that's, that's you know, something something I can feel as well is the, the difficulty from from people to let go on what they know. You know, because they are all like, oh, I wish we can go back to the normal. I wish we can go back to normal. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. Do you mean that the normal is for you, you know, going to work nine to five and being a slave and, you know, like everything that we knew just a few months ago, you know, all this life that was on earth. Is that normal for you? Well, I really hope we're not going to go back to this because I don't want to go back to, to that shit, you know, I, I don't want. And I can see how, um, you know, Morpheus in Matrix, he was like, You need to understand, Neo, that a lot of people are so dependent of the system that they will fight for it because they don't want to let go on the system. We cannot unplug them. They are so dependent on it. And that's something I can observe today is really seeing how people are scared to let go the control or to let go what they know because we're really going into the unknown. We're really going into something that we have no idea. And as you say, it's a big, big opportunity for us to actually have a look on our value and have a look on, okay, what we want. What do we really want for ourselves? You know, what we really want to build for the future, for, for us. Because today, obviously, the system it, it doesn't work. It, I mean, it's broken. It doesn't work anymore. And, and it is a beautiful opportunity to build something new, to go over something new so yeah totally and and inner truth is a big part of it
2: can we define the word normal it's just a setting on the dryer (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) why be normal we're separate from the call unless it's a good call we're not here to be normal
0: yeah yeah
2: yeah so
0: let's so let's talk about it Okay. So we're going to talk about the 60. Um, quickly, for you guys who may don't know, um, there are 12 profiles in the human design, 12 profiles. Uh, really, apologize for today because I was so busy this week. So I didn't really uh, make beautiful slide. I just picked random pictures on the internet and I, and I put it together to have a slide for today. But uh, it's 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 nice anyway. Um, the way we can find the profile, for those of you who don't know, it's the first two lines on personality and the first two lines on your design. And that's what will define your profile. So for example, when you go on your body graph, okay, so this is my body graph, this is my chart. I can see here, I have Gate 10, line six, gate 15, line six, and here, 18, two, 17, two. So that will define the profile uh, for someone. So you have a six and two, right? So let's say, for example, I'm, I'm going with this person. So she's a two, four, okay? So can you see, guys, how we, we define a profile, how we find a profile? Cool. So 12 profiles. So let's talk about the 6-2. You know, the the 6-2 is here. Um, This is the role model Hermit. We have conscious line and unconscious line. The conscious line, the personality, is the 6. And the unconscious line, the design, is the 2. So the conscious line is more the information that we have consciously access is what we really know about us. It's it, it's really our per, the personality who actually is who we think we think we are, and the design is really the body sensation is our vehicle. It's how the body is reacting. So the body is the line to the hermit. Um, yeah. Anyone? Um, Cheryl. Uh, Tom, do you want to start talking about this this six-two profile? Do you want to do you want to start saying something about it?
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. there's a lot can be said about it. Mm-hmm. But where I'm from, I'm a southerner. Girls come first.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: well, sure okay. To go or to yeah, pass. I think the six-two talking about the six-two can courses it can take a lot of hours explaining uh-huh. the six-two.
3: Uh-huh.
1: But um, let's start with a sixth personality, right? That's what we think we are. Okay. And the sixth, the sixth line, we go by a three-phase life. It has three phases. Our first phase, you know, goes from the first, the moment we're born until we're like 28, 29, maybe 30. And then we live the third line life, which is very trying and error. So we make mistakes. We endure a lot of trauma. And um, I'm so happy that I went through that phase and I'm on the roof right now, because it feels very safe. On the roof is very, you know, the only people you engage with is people who are trustworthy. And I think that, Benjamin, you are just climbing the roof. Is that Mm -hmm. something you experience now? You know, more people who are trustworthy in your life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I think um, one of the most important things um, I want to share with with you guys about the 6-2 is to understand we born, we were born as a 3-2. We were a line three. The first 30 years of our lives, it's really a line three. And if we have a look about the line three, what is it? It's trail and hero. It's a lot of pessimism. It's a lot of, a, oh, it doesn't work. It's a lot of, a victimization it I mean that's the shadow aspect of the line three you know it, it's really the unfortunately and I remember Tom's uh, telling me this uh last winter he was like I'm always amazed to see um a person who is like 55 years old, a scientist, you know, who is discovering that putting water and acid will just blow up the whole laboratory. But then you have a kid who is six years old or seven years old, and he's a line three, and he's just doing a little mistake. And everyone is blaming him, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I and mean, get the joke about it. <laughs> so um, we, we are line three for the first 30 years of our lives. And this can be really, really difficult. Because we have the line, too, who will be like, fuck everyone, leave me alone. So the first 30 years of our lives, we desperately look for a way to escape and to retreat ourselves. But we can't do this because we're so stuck into the process that everyone is still seeing us. Everyone is still you know, asking us things and, and we're still in the trail and error process. So we're constantly looking for a way on how I can read through myself, how I can retreat myself, how I can just leave me alone. You know, I don't know, leave me alone. That That's a big thing for the six two, the first 30 years. Um, and that's also a big challenge to just stay alive, to make it to 30, to not die before 30, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It is, I have a lot of traumas during where I had like, near-death experience, not that I died and my body went out of me or something, but like if it was like a different, just one thing different, I could have been dead.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right?
1: And I had all these realizations when I got on the roof, how my life was in danger at the point at mm-hmm. that moment in my life. And I'm actually, I'm thankful that it happened because there were trial and error faces. And you know trial and error just lets you know what works and what doesn't work. now yep. I can recognize certain situations and see like uh uh-uh, my my life is it's not safe at this moment at this location. I leave, you know so the third line life it's necessary it's it's for a purpose, yeah. and um I don't wanna never wanna go back again, yeah, <laughs> I like the roof, <laughs> and I'm really looking for getting off the roof,
0: yeah. yeah Yeah, totally it's a it's a very natural process and we need this process we really need it um i was looking for a nice actually i was looking for nice pictures about you know the the caterpillar about the little Mm -hmm. butterfly so i really want to compare the 60 with a butterfly you know we start Mm -hmm. with this little caterpillar with this little little things and then we're going into the cocoon which is after 30, you know, between 30 to 50, the second phase, so we're going on the roof, we like, in our little cocoon, and we we're healing our wounds from the first 30 years of our lives, we're really purging all this pessimism, and all this, you know, yeah, the, the pessimism of life, and we're going really more into, we can see here, the optimism, the, the objectivity, you know, that's when we start to really be the line six, and after 50, when we are off the roof, when we're going back into the world, when we re-engage with the world, that's when we become this beautiful butterfly. That's when actually our lives going to start. But I remember when, when Manesh told me this, like at the age of 25, I was like, fuck this shit. I don't want to wait 50 for my life to start. You know, it was like, no, there's no way. But today, with a little bit of like a step back, I can tell this is actually an amazing process, and the six two. We are deeply, 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 deeply blessed. I don't want to say we are like at the top, but I really think it. I think we are the top. I think we are just the elite of all the profile, and we are very blessed. But um, yeah, that's my that's how I see it, and. And it really makes sense. We are the only one here who have a different point of view. We are the only one here who do see the whole picture. We are the only profile here who can have this, this wisdom and this different access to life. And when we have a look on the house, so for you guys to understand how the six tube works, imaging a house. You know, we have line one, which is the foundation, so the foundation of the house. The, the line one is only here, like foundation, insecurity, and always trying to, to have a, a introspection on something, you know, always feeling insecure. And then you have the line two. The line two who is in the living room. The line two who is deeply, deeply, deeply talented. But the line two doesn't know that she's talented. You know, it's the, the inner talent. It's the freaky genius. we blind in some way we're blind i mean how many of you you know are like me oh really me i can do that oh okay okay you know how many people tell us oh you're so good at doing this oh really me oh that's nice thank you well we don't see it because for us it is normal how many times i find myself doing something and It's absolutely normal for me to do it. And everyone is like, hey, how did you do that? I don't know. I don't know. I just did it. That's the natural talent of the line two. And that's why the line two is in the living room, playing the little guitar, enjoying himself, being the hermit, and everyone outside on the street and looking at the window and looking at the two. And they are like, oh, how he's doing this? Oh, I want this. Hey, hey. You know, and and everyone is projecting on us. Everyone is expecting us to do things because it's also a deep projection line. And then we have the line three, which is, you know, on the stairs, climbing to the first floor and trying all those many things. Fine. Line four, which is at the first floor, talking and networking, finding opportunities with everyone. Those people are really good with network. And then we have the lion thief, the heretic. The lion thief is at the window, screaming a message, you know, sharing something. That's the messenger, you know, the heretic. He's like, hey, we're going to do like this and listen to me and blah, 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 and whatever. And the six, finally, off the house. The six is not even in the house. The six doesn't care about what's going on in the house. The six doesn't give a fuck about what is happening right now. The six doesn't give a shit about, you know, the past and all those things. And the six is really interesting about what's going on in the neighborhood. The six today is really interesting on things that we don't even imagine. The, the six is interested about what we don't even like think about it. The six is it's already looking forward in the future. The six is already looking at the possibility of trying a different way, of bringing, bringing, you know, a different way of doing things. And that's why we're so different. That's why, and that's why we like really separate from the rest of the world. Um, So that's kind of like the the, the six two. Uh, I hope you guys understand, like bringing, you know, the line two, the line six. And we're just going to keep talking about really, The six, the two, um, and I'm going to end with this before uh, Cheryl and Tom add, you know, if they want to add things, but uh, the six two is a very transpersonal destiny. It's a transpersonal destiny, which is mean that we fulfill our destiny through the others and we are only 30% of the population. So imagine we have 70% of the population who is... Personal destiny here, all those profiles who are right angle and right angle, they only care about themselves. It's a personal destiny. They, they haven't been designed to be absorbed into someone else's process. They are here for themselves. And that's the big difference. When you have a mother, who is you know a, 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 a two four a one three a four one or whatever like we have a mother who is a right angle and we have a child who is a left hand well at some point, the child gonna be like what 's wrong with my mom why she doesn't care about me why she's so self absorbed why she th-? so the child gonna start like having low self esteem the problems about self confidence problems about Maybe maybe I'm not worthy. maybe I don't deserve to be here what? because the child desperately need his mother, father, or someone to fulfill his destiny, to feel like it's a transpersonal destiny. D- do, do you understand what I mean by, by saying like that's going to be a problem, and so we grow up as a six two, trying to fulfill ourselves through the others, because that's what we are here for I mean. <clears throat> There's no point for me, absolutely no point, to do this podcast if it's not useful or helpful for someone. I don't care. I'm gonna be like, fuck this shit. I know the knowledge, why I should share it with the world. Let me stay at the top of the hill in my mountain and fuck everyone. But at the moment someone is calling me and someone is like, hey Ben, this is this is helpful. Can you do that? Oh, really? Okay, okay. Let me put it together, and then I feel I feel excited. I feel wow, this is useful for someone. But otherwise, I have no reason to do it, even for myself. I'm like, why I should do it? I don't care. But at the moment, I can see it's useful for someone. Wow, hell yeah, I do it. Can you guys relate with this? Can you guys relate with the the transpersonal destiny? Of course. So, Tom, <clears throat> Cheryl, um, yeah, please, let's, let's keep flowing. Any things to add or to say? Uh,
2: yes, it's always about adding. Uh, <laughs> yeah. A a yeah. Beautiful thing, as long as we recognize that that's what it is. It's a point yeah. of view. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. Our point of view to try to negate someone else's point of view, we miss the whole point. When we add to another's point of view, now we start to get a scan of the view and we keep adding that together, eventually we see what's there. So I have a few things to say about the third line because that's where this conversation started, was the third line and the pessimism and the so-called trial and error. Please note, pessimism is an intelligent response to the fact that so much doesn't work. It's a sign of your intelligence to be pessimistic that you were told to do something a particular way, you tried it, it didn't work, okay? But another thing about the third line to understand is we, six lines, okay, sitting at what we think of as the top, up on the roof. We're being held up by all those one threes, those one fours, those two fours. They went out and gathered that data, okay? We have a natural propensity towards that in our first 30 years, we were talking about the first third of our life or the first phase of our life, because we are in the so-called, please understand, I always say so-called trial and error process. First thing I tell a six-two that's less than 30 years of age, and the first thing I tell any third line, whatever they are, whatever age they are, I tell them something that's very startling. I say, You have never made nor will you ever make a mistake in your entire life and they look at me like i'm from freakazoid from a different planet than the one they live on if this group of people here all these six twos that we have here, if the majority the majority of them are close to just getting on the roof then i'd like to tell a story about the third line because i want you to understand very clearly what the third line is but we'll need to pull if, we, if we've got a bunch of people that are in their third phase or late in their second phase, it may not be so valuable. But I do believe the third line story is valuable to get across to people because they get a lot of finger wagging. Okay? They're used to the finger wagging. Oh my God, are you always going to be this foolish? And you have to tell a story to get around the mind which has been conditioned to believe certain things that are not necessarily true. These things, we can and do say anything weathermen and lawyers are paid for lying on a regular basis why should we have be so impressed with this talking and farting is just the release of air from different ends of the body it's not that impressive so let's get to the truth of the matter the third line does not make mistakes they make discoveries mm. discoveries about what doesn't work and what does work okay mm-hmm. so there is no real pessimism here the reason you You become pessimistic is because you've been fed a lot of nonsense that doesn't work. I call it mushroom management. They put (laughs) us in the dark, they feed us a lot of shit, and they cut us off at the knees and wonder why we can't progress, okay? I mean, that's where we live. That's not where we're going to continue to live. That's our job to put an end to that. And above and beyond that, it's not on our shoulders. It's a genetic firing that's happening, new species coming in. They'll never buy into that crap in the first place. Somebody tells them they make mistakes. They say, well, your opinion's not a strong contribution to my experience. <laughs> Thank you very much, but, you know, whatever, okay? The business of being normal, okay? that so-called collective wisdom, the so-called military intelligence. Give me a break. These words don't belong in the same phrase, okay? They're mm-hmm. opposites. To each other. So please understand that the third line is the one, and we are all third lines in the first 30 years of our life. We are the ones that are willing to take the fall. We are the ones that are willing to go out there and bang into it. The six twos, they call us the good that die young, okay? Because we think we're wise and we're born to be wise, but you weren't born wise. You were born to be wise. So how do you do, how do you become wise? By going through experiences and discerning which ones work and which ones don't work. So you go up on the roof after 30 years of, holy shit, where are we? Okay, 30 years, you go up there and you turn that pessimism, which is an intelligent response, okay, You turn that to optimism by you sit up on the roof and you say, I can't believe they're still doing that. Oh, I can't. Oh, my God. you got to be kidding. But that's interesting. I mean, obviously, something works. We're still alive. Some of us. Right. Something obviously works. So understand that the so-called trial and error process, so-called, there are no mistakes made. There are discoveries made. You liberate that person all six twos need to be liberated from their first 30 years of life that's why they go on the roof to become aloof yeah what is think,
0: a six two? Mm-hmm. I, aloof to the call yeah, it's it's
2: very, yeah call. it's
0: very important what you say about um, to to be liberate because i feel it's a liberation at a yes. moment, you, you know, someone is telling you, "Well, you never ever made a mistake in your life, and you will yes. never." You know, it's never. it's a big release to to purge out this pessimism, you know, that that we have been fed off because oh, you made mistakes, and oh, you know, I'm 30 or I'm 35 or uh, a lot of 60s that I met, they're like 28, 29, and they're like, "Oh my God!" But look, like. I'm still not married. I still don't have kids or I'm still not sure about my career and my my job is a disaster. And I'm like, dude, just relax. You know, chill. It's normal. It's really normal. And just by knowing this, it's a big release. And even 60s who are like 38, 40, it's a big release as well to just know, hey, there's nothing wrong with you. You're still on the roof and this is your time. The roof—it's it, really me time, and it's the time to heal yourself, to to get your wound, and you know to to put some bandage on your wound, and just to let go everything that is not you. I really see the the roof as a a return to innocence, you know, right. a return to who who we really are in 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 our true essence. So then we can go re engage with the rest of the world at 50 and, and being actually this wise person. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's important what you say, like this liberation. So, thank you for, for saying this. Yeah, yeah. But,
2: but let us be careful about establishing levels that are based upon supposed varieties that are not necessarily a strong contribution to the truth. Mm-hmm. Bear in mind, we six twos born to be wise we're not born wise, we went through that third line process. Mm -hmm. We should be the ones that are more than willing to congratulate third line beings for all the the discoveries they're out there stumbling over and making for our betterment. Mm -hmm. You know, this whole thing about levels, that's an ego's trip. That's an ego trip. Okay, we're different. That doesn't necessarily mean better. I mean, I know six twos are the biggest friggin' hypocrites in your life, okay? That doesn't make them better, does it? Mm-hmm. You know, they have to be innocent in themselves. They have to actually be what they are as opposed to what they've been conditioned or trained to be by a bunch of monkeys.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, yeah, we're, I, not interested, yeah, we're not interested in the past. Yeah. We're interested in what the monkeys haven't even thought of yet that's possible, not only possible, but better. That we can bring into the world. That's why we're separate from the call. We want to get our news from further out. But bear in mind, some of that news comes from those third lines, those second lines, those fourth lines. Everybody's in this together. There is no separation here. We're all in this. Take one part off your car and see how long it takes you to get where you're going. It -hmm. all works together. Mm -hmm. We all work together. Mm -hmm. Each one of us is is a facet that makes the cloudy stone brilliant, they call a diamond. It takes all of us. There's no one up. There's no one down. There's just viva la difference. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I really agree with this. Um, we, we We are all very different. And that's what I keep saying. Like most of the time. Um, no one is, is, is better. It, it's not better. Is no one is more worthy than someone else. But, mm-hmm. It's like, for example, you know, um, if I want to learn how to, I don't know, to chop some woods, maybe Tom knows better than me how to chop some woods. So he will be better than me at chopping woods, but it doesn't mean he's more worthy than me. So that's, that's the big difference with words. When I say maybe, you know, two, we are, we are different, we are the top, that's, that's the way I, I personally see it. But it doesn't mean we are more worthy than the rest of the profiles. Because without the rest of the profiles, well, we wouldn't be able to be here because it works as a whole. So as a whole, are you unity consciousness, we all contribute here. And maybe we can say something about what profiles are actually. Um, I wanted to start with this and, and uh, I went with something else, but to understand what profile is, it is the costume of your soul it is kind of like the role that you are playing here in the movie. You know, it's, it's like you, you're watching a movie and you have behind the scene, you have the director and the director, it's kind of the program. And the program is telling Alto's character to play the scene so we can have a movie. And, and we have Alto's personage. <laughs> You know, Alto's character. And so we have the 1 3 playing his role, we have the 5 1 playing his role, and we have the 6 2 playing his role. So that's kind of like how we can have a look on what it means, uh, what the profile is. It's really okay. a role, a costume that we are playing. That's how we have been genetically designed to play a role in our life, right? Oh, I'm
2: a- imagine <laughs> this movie for a moment. We're all six twos. There's nothing else. We're all six twos. We're all standing there at the mouth of the cave. And what are we? Separate from the call. What the hell's gonna happen? Nothing. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Investigative martyrs who are, they can't be aloof to the situation. We're aloof and we're getting used to the cold and we're getting used to being hungry because we're just like being separate from it all. Nothing's gonna happen. You see what that mean? The one threes, they lay the foundation and they test that foundation. Mm-hmm. And then we can build on that, which is the only reason we've got the view. Without the house holding up the roof, we wouldn't have it to sit on. Mm-hmm. So, you know, once again, uh, uh, oh, something I need to say right now. Last week I was giving, um, uh, I was bearing true witness to what a projector is, and I think I may have offended some manifestors. <laughs> It was my, not my intention to offend manifestors. Okay, manifestors <laughs> just need to learn how to be peaceful and relaxed. It's not all on their shoulders anymore. Thank you for your service, but it's not all on your shoulders anymore. The six the projectors are here to be guides. Manifestors are still going to manifest. They will still be for some period of time seven, eight, nine percent of the population they're on their way out. That doesn't mean they're going away. It just means they need to relax. We need guidance for a new system. Manifesters don't necessarily know what that system is, unless they're six two manifestors that have learned to chill. They're out there running around doing what they've always done. Thank you, not a problem. If it wasn't for manifestors, we would have all been eaten by some other species eons ago. So thank you for your service. But there's plenty of us around now. It's not about survival. It's about thrival and it's about consciousness. It's not just survival anymore. Mm -hmm. That's why the manifest. it's nothing against manifestors. But projectors are going to be the guides. And something we are all going to need is guidance. So, just, just something I wanted to clear up. I got some comments from uh, from people. Well, he sure did rack the uh, manifestors. No, I did not rack the manifestors. I was just giving credence to the function of projectors. Yeah. By the way, there's 20 projectors for every one of you. Okay, manifestors, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> calm down. We're not. Thank you for what you've done. You got us to this point but we are We need to go beyond that point now, and you can relax. You'll yeah. hear Ra say, I'm as young, young as anything you're gonna meet, but it's the old way. Nobody is going to listen to that anymore. They don't care what you say. They want to observe what you do and follow what you do, not what you say. And that's why there's such pressure on six line beings right now. We have to be the walking, examples walking being not necessarily talking oh yes we'll always talk what are you going to do about that that's, you know the 12th the 12th gate caused the larynx to drop that's why we are the top of the of the chain we're, we're not at the top of the food chain because we're stronger than anything else we're weaker than most everything else we're at the top of the food chain because we can communicate and articulate so we'll always keep doing that But if we're saying one thing and doing something else, we're all on our way to hell on a pair of roller skates and going to get there really quick. They're going to be seeing what we're doing. Are we actually walking the talk? That's the burden on the sixth line, which is why we're under a lot of pressure right now.
0: And we can see that what you say is very relevant because we can see a lot of 60 who for example you know don't know this this knowledge um, know. and they never really took the time to be on the roof and are still into the third line phase and when they reach 50 well they just go back straight to the f- third line they don't they don't really get the chance to relax so it's kind of like a test the, the, the 30 to 50 it's really about chill the fuck out and start to become you because if you don't become the 60 when you're going to if you don't become the six, when you reach 50, you just go back to the third line, right? So you're you back in the game, back doing like these shitty things.
2: Yeah, you go back to the past or you go to the future. There's a choice to be made there, okay? And mm-hmm. we're not historians, six-line beings are not historians. We're futurists. If, you look, if you're a 6'2 or a 6'3, look in the wheel at the next hexagram. That shows you where you're heading. You're not a part of the house. You're on the roof of the house, looking at the next process. So if, you want to, if you're a 6'2 and you're a 6'3, you look at the next hexagram, you'll see what you're here to approach. I'm not about the hexagram that you're on. You know, I'm born on the cross of deliverance, okay? 40th hexagram. The next lot is on the cross of consciousness. So I'm going to be delivered based upon becoming conscious it isn't based upon showing everybody i'm the greatest trip that ever hit this planet i'm not i'm just another facet in the rock so there's a great difference in all of us and yet there's a great sameness in all of us truth of the matter is is there really only one of us here aren't we all going to the same place on the same mud ball at the same rate of speed who the hell are you going to get ahead of
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. so yeah what what tom is saying is like so Uh, To give you an example, you guys can just, you know, go on your chart. Uh, When you go to My Body Graph, so you put your chart. You have a look on your first gate here, which is your sun personality. So for me, it's gate 10, line 6. You put the mandala. So the gate 10 is here. So what he's saying is we are interesting about the next gate because we're looking, you know, at what is next. So just to be sure, they look at the, the right or the left.
2: They look nice. to the. They look at the at the left. Okay.
0: Okay. You look at
2: what's coming, not what's gone by. What's coming? You're right. gonna love this, brother Benjamin. Yeah. My <laughs> melancholic friend, where <laughs> are you going to? The joyous.
3: Yeah.
1: Mm.
2: The authority to challenge the pattern as to whether the pattern is right or not. Do you hear that in your voice 24 hours a day? That's all I hear in your voice. This is fucked up. <laughs> 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 Look at the joy on this man's face. Okay. <laughs> and that's where you're going. You're going to finding the right pattern. that doesn't have to be challenged by work on what's been spoiled. It's the joyous. You know, if it's a free-for-all, then, you know, come on, everybody's just out there having a great time at the big orgy of life. Making idiots. <laughs> you want, who are you planting these seeds and for what purpose? You know, musicians, the first thing they do, we were talking about family before, okay? Mm-hmm. First thing musicians do is tune their instruments. Imagine relationships. Think about your mom and dad. Imagine they were resonant or harmonic as opposed to dissonant, which mm-hmm. most of them are. What would, what would resonance, presi- what would it produce? More resonance. What would harmony produce? More harmony. What will dissonance produce? More dissonance. Yeah. Well, you see, I mean, there's a level of awareness and consciousness that is coming here that will straighten out all of these supposed problems.
0: Yeah, totally, totally.
2: Yeah. And it, uh, it, that's it why I say it's, it's going to be a gigantic step from the first line to the sixth line. That's not the same as going from the one to the two, two to the three. This is his biggest step. This is an end suddenly in evolution. Mm -hmm. And you can't imagine. This is what we're trying to get you to imagine. Yeah. How comfortable you are going to find yourself in the world when it is a six-line milieu. You'll say, oh, this is my time. Yeah. I'm actually here and the calls will be answerable because everyone's by projectors. I, when I sit around with the projector, I say, you're in a better position to be my guide than I am to be yours. I just know the language better. But the truth of the matter is definition is fixed and narrow in its way of being. That's what it is where mm-hmm. you're open. That's where you can be potentially wise. If mm-hmm. you're not overwhelmed by the bullshit.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you know totally. Sorry. Before. Yeah, so
2: these be- thing, none of these things are etched in granite. They all work together. Yeah
0: before we talk actually about this um i know for a lot of us relationship is a big deal and you, you just mentioned relationship so um would you guys be interested that we talk about relationship because uh, here, here you know we can see the bonding strategy for six two for the line six is the soulmate or not you know, what does it mean so th- just to give you to give you um A little of details and from my experience, I really remember myself for the first 30 years of my life, I was desperately looking for the soulmate, looking for the right partner, looking for the perfect partner. And I was constantly trying to change my girlfriend and to make up her, you know, the the way I wanted her to be. So I was constantly trying to change her and, and I was always end up, big frustration. I was always, end up, you know, frustrated. It wasn't the right relationship. It was, so at some point, I kind of like, became really pessimist. and was just, fuck this shit. I don't want to be in a relationship anymore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, 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 yeah, we, we deeply looking for an example. We need a partner who is really inspiring for us. We need a partner who's going to be all role model. We need a partner who really inspires us the way the partner is living, the way the partner is doing things because we basically need someone like us, you know, someone who we can relate and we can say, wow, this person is inspiring. Yeah, that's my boy, baby. You know, that's what we need. (laughs) So that's the soulmate. And usually the soulmate comes after 30 but a lot of us, I know in the Facebook group, in, in the website in the group, the, the, the 60, a lot of us find their soulmate before 30 and they're still with together, they st- still are together. But um, that, that's really the bonding strategy for us. We can have many lovers, but at some point, we really want to bond with someone who is our soulmate. And mostly the security strategy, as you can see here, is trust. Trust for 6-2 is everything. I give my, stru- my trust like in a second. At the moment I meet someone, you have my trust. But if you screw me, you lose me forever. Mm-hmm. I will still be here. You know, I will still be around. You ask me, I will talk to you a little bit, but that will be only shallow. It won't be death anymore. It won't be as deep as if I trust you. And I think you guys can relate to this. We give our trust. But if you screw me, you, lo- you lose me forever. And then we will just be, okay, you know, okay, okay, that's it. So that's something that is very important, especially when we go on the roof. As, you know, Sheryl mentioned at the beginning, um, I'm really experiencing who is trustworthy, who is worth my time, who is really trustworthy my time. You know, and, and that's when we're going on the roof. We don't have time anymore for drama. We don't have time anymore for all those shitty drama, whatever. We, we don't have time for this. I'm on the roof. Sorry, I'm busy with myself, you know. And and it doesn't mean that you are not worthy. It just means you're not worth my time. Maybe you're a good person, but if I cannot trust you, you, you you're not good for me, you know. So... Um, I don't know what, Cheryl, you can share Mm -hmm. about this, you know, because that's a a topic that I talk a lot with Cheryl (laughs) because she hears me a lot about, where is my soulmate? And she's like, chill, chill, you know?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I say chill because I remember how desperately I was searching for the soulmate when I got on the roof, when I was climbing the roof. You know, I've been single, so most of my 20s, and then you turn like, I got 20, I was 29 when I got on the roof. So, you're there like, oh my god, you're getting older because you're still in the homogenized uh, way of thinking. You know, the homogenized way of thinking is telling us you have to have everything together before your 30s, right? Or if you are 30, you got to have the wife, the kids, and all that stuff. And we as six-two role models, we are here to show that we take more time to mature, to get all these things done. So I was so desperate looking for a soulmate and especially what Ben said, you know, I was searching for someone who was like me, who would understand me and who accepted me like who I was. But the thing was, I didn't accept myself, you know, so I didn't, could not accept the other person either. So I tried to change them, which is such a no, no for a six 2 person. The moment you start changing someone, it really brings it, it, dissonance or um, the energy is just, it's not good for the relationship. And what I noticed getting more on the roof, I got in a relationship thinking that that person was the soulmate, actually thinking back, all the relationship I had for that moment, I felt like the soulmate connection. And then all of a sudden, You just woke up and like, no, this is not my soulmate. Move on, right? So, um, oh my God, I lost my train of thought. (laughs) Open head center, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Anywho, so the soulmate, I think I I got it now. Um, Yeah, in the end, you know, I got through the relationship. I'm still 39, still on the roof. I got invited to a new relationship. Hopefully it's the soulmate or not connection. Because really i think in the end we are our own soulmate as a 6-2 like that's the the, the 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 most important relationship to have like you know to accept our authentic self you know and and that's so important to to accept ourselves before getting into a soulmate relationship because we need to accept them also as themselves whatever that may be or mm-hmm. who they are you know and without changing them because i don't want to be changed at all yeah so
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah
0: and i remember um some things that you shared with me a few years ago i was just 29 going to my 30s and, and i remember i think i was like sharing about one of the girls and i was like, oh i think maybe she's the one or whatever and you and you really i really enjoyed what you say because it was kind of like a prevention you just said Uh, don't jump desperately into relationship. You know, take your time and and see because you don't want to make the mistake thinking that's your soulmate Mm -hmm. and then waking up at 36 or 37 and realizing, oh my God, that was a disaster um, or whatever. But also what you say is very relevant that in the moment, any relationships that we have, they are just perfect for us in the moment.
3: Mm-hmm. and
0: what we exactly. are when i think about it you know all my past relationship and and to be really transparent with all of you guys you know i had only one girlfriend in my whole life like one relationship all the rest was just lovers so i had hundreds of lovers you know that that was a one week to the three weeks to a one month to three months but that wasn't really a relationship and i had so far what I can remember I I was in a five years relationship, but all the rest was only just lovers. And, um, and now I can see all those person were here to help me to go to the next one. And I think that's something that Abraham Hicks, you know, if those of you know, Abraham Hicks, that what she said, she said, every relationship is here to get you ready for the next one. And, uh, and, and one of the most important relationship is obviously with yourself, and that's why you said the soulmate is with yourself first. And one thing that Russ said about six two, is when we are on the roof, it's really all time. And the the six two, really do a lot of masturbation. You know, we we enjoy this, this masturbation. This. A long time me time and that's something that is really important for us and that's part of the healing process when we are on the roof is learning self-pleasure um, and that's very healing and that can really help you to find a soulmate because the soulmate is someone that you don't want to change you don't you don't want to fix the person there's nothing to fix exactly. into this person it's really accepting because I love myself, I accept myself, I can love you the way you are, you know? And that's a big deal for six you. So, uh, Tom, Tom, you wanted to say something?
2: Oh God, there's always something to say. Go, <laughs> go, go for it. <laughs> so I'd like to go to very simple, simple, simple things, uh-huh. okay? But I want to tell a joke first, all right? Okay. There are only two kinds of people in the world. There are people that masturbate and they're fucking liars. And that's the only kind of people there are in the world. i tell you right now, being on the 40th hexagram, a 6'2", I'm no fucking liar. All right? Okay. So let's go to something very simple. Okay? You, you've all said it a number of times, but it, needs, but it needs to be accentuated. How can you find a soulmate if you're not capable of being one? You can't. Mm-hmm. You can't. So let's be very clear as six twos, okay? You wanna find soulmate, you better be one and know what that is, okay? It's a very different thing than the tribal arrangement of let's make a deal, let's make a bargain, let's make some rules, all that kind of stuff. That's what's going away, okay? We are gonna be exposed to what is potentially, rather than a special relationship, which is something you have to spend the rest of your life being insecure and protecting, okay? As opposed to having a holy relationship, which is something you can have incredible confidence in. This is not human design information. This is another revelation for another time. But to make it very simple, let's go back to kindergarten where we learn what we really need to know. You're gonna play music with somebody, first thing you're gonna do is tune your instruments. Okay? A 6-2 is gonna have a much more efficient whatever it's going to be with another 6-2 or a 3-5 because there's resonance and there's harmony. Okay, a generator should be with the generator, a manifestor should be with the manifestor, a projector with the projector. Okay, all these things that's building the tune, the attunement, the resonance. In other words, it's much easier for an Afghani to have a relationship with another Afghani. They speak the same language. There's enough genetic variety amongst pigeons for pigeons to mate with pigeons. If a pigeon tries to mate with an eagle, some bird's going to lose a lot of feathers. And by the way, it could be either bird. <laughs> it's not just about brawn and strength, okay? So to find something that you can relate to, okay, that you can be resonant with. Imagine if you have a, if, if you know, if you said it, it's the luck of the draw. Some, you know, the luck of the draw, sometimes six twos end up with six twos. These are the people that have been married their whole lives and happy about it. 3-5 finds another 3-5. They're happy with each other. You see what I'm saying? So if you, if, okay, that's design. Let's go more basic than that. You walk up to a person, you think you're attracted to that person, you find that person interesting. So what? They're all interesting, okay? You like redheads, you like, fine, all redheads are beautiful, whatever. When you walk up to that person, first, thing if you're a generator enter into any relationship correctly as yourself you're chasing after it good luck yeah you're not coming from your place of power when you're chasing after something you're the cat chasing the squirrel that's going to get its face scratched off the moment you catch that squirrel if you're a projector you're sitting in a place being who you are you're not running around like a crazy energy type you're just sitting there somebody who's like you is going to say wow she's kind of calm like i'm kind of calm i'm gonna go over and ask her why boom so you're waiting for the invitation manifestors hard on manifestors particularly female manifestors they have to go out there and get it that's what's correct for a manifester you want to get in a relationship initiate it initiate it you're not here to be asked to dance you're here to ask them to dance okay you're a you're a reflector oh boy another time a story for another time let's go to something incredibly simple once you've entered into it with your strategy you've improved your chances no guarantee but you have become a lot more efficient in your chances if you enter into anything correctly as yourself It will be there for as long as you're supposed to be. And when it's over, it won't be like having to bludgeon it to death to get out of it. So that's first. Second thing, you walk up to that person. You smell that person for the first time. You know how much smarter dogs are than we are? Mm -hmm. They go up and sniff one another. There is so much information in that smell. The nose knows. If you walk up to that person and you don't like the way they smell, they're a friend. Maybe a friend with benefits, but they're never going to be a lover. It's not about whether they stink or not. It's not about that. It's when you step up to that person and you breathe in their smell, their aroma. Does it go deeper into your lungs than any other breath has? That's telling you something, but it's only saying proceed with caution. Happy hunting grounds is not a guarantee. It's just happy hunting grounds. So let's go further. Now, you've been hanging out with this person. You like the way they smell. You're a visceral reaction. If you're a generator, you relax more. Okay. If you're a projector, you feel empowered by their energy. If you're a manifester, it's like you got to initiate and they were willing to respond. You know, all these things, how we build these things is how well they're going to function. So, you're hanging out with this person for a while. You like the way they smell, you enjoy being around them. So now you're going to get into a place where you're going to be willing to taste something. You're going to kiss them. You're going to taste whatever you're willing to taste. If you love that flavor, proceed with caution. If you don't (laughs) love that flavor, it's time to start backing out. It's so simple. This is not complicated. But if you start from a place where things are attuned or resonant, Your efficiency level is going to go through the roof. If you're just out there throwing a hook in the ocean to see what grabs the hook, good luck. I mean, we have a lot of history. Listen to music. What is music about? All these rotten relationships. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, why? Because they would. You want to learn to drive a bulldozer, you go to school. You learn how to drive the damn thing, you get a license, and then maybe you can drive the thing, okay? You want to have a family, you want to be in a relationship, you just jump in the sack with something. Pretty random. So you have several tools here. The tool of design is look for resonance and harmony, look for similar types. It's going to make it a lot easier. There's plenty of fish in the 1 3 ocean. Find a one-three that'll suit you just fine, and it's going to be so much more efficient. But then go to the body. We talk about the visceral response. We talk about what's going on with our body. Do we, as a projector, do I feel my energy rising? That's a physical phenomenon. Okay. If I'm a reflector, do I feel surprised by this? Wow, this is wonderful. I'm surprised by it as opposed to disappointed. If I'm a generator, do I feel myself going, mm-hmm, and breathing deeper and moving towards it, being pulled towards it? These are things to pay attention to. Stay in the physical for a moment. Smell, it's a physical sensation. You're smelling with that, you're taking in particles of that person and yeah. you're going, uh-uh, or mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. And just Taste. To, Just to add something, because you say, um, Elena in the chat, she asked what about manifesting generator? So manifesting generator and generator, that's the same, just to clarify. Um, generator
2: is a generator is a generator. The difference between a manifesting generator and a generator is that the manifesting generator can skip steps.
0: Yeah. But in Once terms of got the aura their
2: response they can initiate.
0: Yeah. But in they te- can skip steps. Yeah, totally. But in terms of the the, the strategy, the aura, they're, they're the same.
3: Entering,
2: entering into it, a generator is a generator is a generator. Okay. Doesn't matter. It's an emotional generator. It's going to take longer. Okay. Splitting yeah. generator can have a response in the moment. Okay. There's all these different variations. All right. Yeah. But a generator is a generator is a generator. Manifesting generators are still generators. Yeah. But yeah. once they've made a commitment, man, they're like a freight train going through the woods. Yeah. They can, yeah. Things, they can be fast. But bear in mind that speed when you hit, if you hit the wall there's nothing left
3: <laughs> yeah so be cautious with the
2: speed okay yeah you take your Testarossa into a concrete bunker at 115 miles an hour there ain't gonna be no recogni- recognizable parts yeah so once again still staying with your response yeah but you can put your foot on the gas once you're tucked with your response
0: yeah so and that was know, that was the question is yeah. there is a difference between manifesting generator and generator but they are the same with the aura. So the aura is still doing the same talking and the strategy is for both way to respond.
2: Strategy, what's that telling us? How do you enter into something? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what that strategy is about. If you enter into something correctly as yourself, you've got a chance. Yeah. If you enter into something random because you like the color of her hair or you like the car that he drives, well, we know how that goes
0: yeah
2: so there you go all
0: right cool yeah thank you for this um what about the so we we talk about the 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 six a lot but what about the line two um i spoke a little bit about the line two but let's have a look the the two in his deep nature is a hermit you know the, the 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 democrats uh we, in our sexuality, we really resonate with shyness and boldness. I mean, I really enjoy when I meet a woman who is a bit shy with me or a woman who, who is really bold, you know, who, who come after me. I'm like, oh, wow, and I become shy. And so that's how we really resonate. This is the resonance for us. Um, and then humanity, well, we deeply nourish her or deplete her. So let, let's talk a little bit about the line, too, um, something that i really want to say again about the line too and that was very relevant for me is you don't need to study you don't need to worry about what to say about studying about you know if you have a test or like before for example doing the podcast or whatever we just show up we show up and we trust our natural talent i trust that that we know exactly what to say it's somewhere in my mind in my brain it's here and I trust the natural talent of the line too. It's like going, you know, to a test or going to do something. I'm like, okay, well, I trust. I know I'm going to be able to do it. So that's a very line two thing. And because we have this natural talent, you know, this inner gift, well, people are projecting on us. And they project on us and they see us. And they see the potential and they are like, oh, you should do this. Oh, you should be that oh, you can do this, you you can do, be this, or whatever it is, you know, and they're constantly projecting on us. And they're because confident. we we don't meet their expectation, they get pissed with us. Because we're like, no, I don't want to do this, or whatever the case is. And so that's how people can end up pissed with us, because, you know, we don't meet the expectations they have, or the projections they are doing on us. Um, something, something... Cheryl, you want to add something with this? Because I know we spoke about this at some point. I don't remember when, but I think I was sharing something with you and I was like, well, I don't get it. This woman, she's constantly projecting that shit on me. And you were like, oh, that's normal. That's the line too. You know, that's what's happened. (laughs) Oh, Wait, we can hear you. I was
1: muted yeah, okay. <laughs> and talking. Yeah. So um. Yeah. But that's the thing about us, you know. We're so natural, doing our own thing, and we project out our, our energy, and people observe us, and then you know they see things, and yeah, most of the time, I don't know if anyone can relate. You know, when I do things, I just like to do those things when I'm alone. Yeah. I want to do everything alone. I don't like. I want to clean my house when I'm alone, when I, I want to do my work in my own space. I don't like when people watching me, you know, and, yeah, and when people, you, you know, when I'm, uh, you know, when there's sexy time being romantically, when my girlfriend, she points out something that's nice, I'm like, all shy, like, don't, don't, don't. Yeah. Don't show me that you're observing me and that you're noticing things. <laughs> I, <laughs> even yeah. now, you know, no, sitting no, no. here, I'm like, so many people, watching and you know, I want to, you know, I like it. You know, I want to be bold. I am being bold, but still I'm like mm, Yeah, and I could do all by myself
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. It's it's something that I can truly um, Relate to you as I really enjoy cleaning my house on my own and uh, I love you know sometimes when I go with friends outside uh, we hang out in a city and we we do some shopping or whatever, I don't feel comfortable because I don't like people looking at me. I just enjoy going alone and doing my own things alone and doing my own shopping alone or whatever it is. I enjoy doing things alone. Exactly, uh, exactly. When we go on the roof, so the 30 to 50, we, we are in a phase where we are observer, correct? We observe the world. And then after 50, we become observer so people observe us right but um, what's coming yeah we
2: will be the observers that are being observed yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what's coming boys and girls they're not going to listen to our talking yeah they're yeah watch our walking we will be the observers observed mm-hmm. the second line we need to be called out yeah
3: yeah but bear in
2: mind if you're a regenerator yeah. you're going to have a response to that call yeah. If you're a projector, you're going to accept the invitation or not based upon whether you feel recognized by that call. If you're a uh, manifester, you're going to decide whether you want to initiate or not. So you've got to you keep adding all these layers then
3: yeah. before
2: we etch anything in granite. Remember the incredible variety that is available in just these 12 profiles and these four types.
3: Yeah.
2: You know, r- bear in mind, you know, you're, We are on the surface when we are talking about the chart design. Okay? But you got 64 hexagrams, six lines, that's 384. You got six colors, what's that number? It's getting to be a big number. Then you got six tones times that, and then you got five bases times that. I mean, the variety is incredible. Mm -hmm. This is why we all have sameness in the sense that we're human, but the differentiation is unbelievably big. Yeah. So, you know, When you're listening to a generator, he's talking about his generator or not. But he isn't going to give any credence to a projector's method of doing it. So bear in mind, you know, this is why it would be so valuable if you get into design, you want a reading, get a reading from someone that is your type, that is your authority, and preferably is your profile or a harmony of your profile. Mm -hmm. Something, something, this is, it's like music, folks. (laughs) Our genetics are set up the same way music is.
0: Yeah, totally. What do you want?
2: Harmony and and resonance or dissonance? Who's going to sit around and listen to dissonance?
3: Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. Anyway, the second line is constantly being projected onto, which is why they need to be very educated. Hermits need to do a lot of self-education or go out and get a lot of education so that they know the difference between who they are and what people's projections are. But it's not like there's any harm in the projection unless you accept the projection as reality Mm -hmm. it's a it's a point of view thank you very much we'll put it in all the rest of the points of view and see what's in the view but when a point of view is turned into a judgment boy are we in trouble
0: Mm -hmm. well thank
2: you brother ben you're doing a beautiful job here i love it i love that you keep us on track
0: thank you (laughs) yeah Thank you. Um, I, th- I think I think that's, um, that's a lot of things we cover about a 6-2. Um, just to summarize everything, so you guys can really observe and see, you know, we have three big different phases in our lives. Uh, zero to 30, which is a big uh, trail and era. Someone asked a, a question in the chat. I think it was um, Nicole. She shared something and also um, Elena about, you know, how do we know we are on the roof and when exactly we are going on the roof? So um, maybe Tom can add something and Cheryl can add something as well. But I wanna say first, when are we going on the roof? I wanna say it is the beginning of the Saturn return. When the Saturn, that's it. When we hit the Saturn return, that's the beginning of, oh, okay. Something is moving here. Something is changing. Okay, uh, we feel we are into transition. You know, it's transitioning. So that's when we, yeah. So that's when we start going on the roof. Yep. And for the second question, when do we know when we are on the roof? I want to say it's very variable. It can really depend on anyone, and it takes years. It's not like you're gonna wake up one day and be, oh, I'm on a roof. No, the, the 60 who tell you, hey, I'm 25, I'm on the roof. Yeah, <laughs> okay, uh, whatever, you know? But someone who is maybe 30 or 31 and he's like, oh, I'm on the roof. Well, it may be possible, but uh, well done, you know, you, you went fast, um, well done. Um, it's not a competition, by the way. It's not about who is the first on the roof. You know, but everyone have a very, very different process. Um, it can really depend on the first 30 years of your life. You know, if you have a pretty chill life, well, you will be on the roof on the roof faster. Maybe uh, now, if you really had a, a tough life, well, it's gonna take time for you to clean your traumas, and that's what it means to go on the roof. You know, it, I'm I'm 33, and I feel I'm still going on the roof. I feel I feel I'm almost there. I feel really comfortable with myself. I feel really confident, I do have a lot of self-love, more acceptance for myself, I'm way more patient, Um, you know, I can really see the difference. Really less frustration, you know, purging out the pessimism and and sometimes I can see I have some pessimism coming out, I have some frustration coming out. And, and, and I'm shared with Cheryl and I'm shared with Tom and they are like, be patient, you know, be gentle with yourself. It, you're still purging. You're still purging the 30 years of your life. You, you're still going on the roof. And I'm like, okay, well, so I guess I just need to be gentle and, and and to recognize that I'm still removing some layers, you know? So it's not a competition. And I actually really enjoy the process. You know, it, someone one day told me, um, do you, do you think the the, the the tennis player is only playing tennis for the trophy? Or he's playing tennis mm-hmm. because he's enjoying playing tennis? Exactly. You know, that's mm-hmm. the point here. Are you saying you just want to have the trophy? Are you saying that you don't enjoy the game? What's the point of being here if you don't enjoy the game? So the whole point is really to enjoy the game. I don't want to go quickly to 50, I don't care. I enjoy the game. I really enjoy the transformation. I really enjoy seeing where I was a couple of years ago and seeing myself right now. And I really enjoy thinking about where I will be in a couple of years. You know, so it's all about enjoying the game. So I hope you answer your questions about you know, how to know that you are on the roof. Um, I don't think there is a specific criteria They're going to tell you, oh, okay, you're on the roof. But it will mostly be a feeling. You know, one morning you're just going to wake up and you will be like, inner truth, I know I'm there. I'm there. I feel peace with myself. I feel good. I know there's nothing to prove here. There's no competition. There's no such things as mistake. There's no such things as life purpose because I get the chance to discover my life purpose every day. Enfolding right in front of me by living my nature. It's not like I need to seek a purpose. No, it, there's no reason. We're here, we're already here. So I believe that just one day you're just gonna wake up and you will have this, this whole consciousness, information, this whole like feeling that will be here with you and, and then you will know. And then you, you won't wonder anymore, am I on the roof or not? You know it won't be the question won't be here anymore. You will just know I'm here, done. And and then you enjoy yourself. So I don't know if you want to add something to this, but it is actually all the teaching and my time spending with Cheryl and Tom that I'm able to share this with you because it's by looking at Tom who is off the roof. It's by observing Cheryl who is seven years older than me. You know that that, that's what I learned from them. That's why it's a gift to have them and to be able to observe someone who is older than me. So, you know, they are my guide. So, yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, Tom, please.
2: If I speak to you today, yeah. and I speak to you seven years from this day, yeah. every single cell in your body will have replaced itself with the exception of a handful of them in your liver. Mm-hmm. Those are the only ones that remain constant. So what does that tell you? The transformation process is a seven-year period of vigilance.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. Why do you think they give us 20 years on the roof? It is not an instantaneous process. You are, in fact, on the roof, and you will know you are on the roof if you have gone through your Saturn return. It's a mechanical process. You will feel the presence of being on the roof, when the pessimism starts to turn to optimism, when the subjectivity starts to turn to objectivity, when you find yourself, we have a signature, okay? You know what the signature of a manifester is? Peace. Peace. Yeah. What are they gonna be dealing with on the roof? Their anger. We know what a generator's signature is, satisfaction. What are they gonna be dealing with? Frustration, as you said, depending on what kind of foundation they were given in that third line process. How much of this did they get versus how much encouragement for the discovery process did they get, okay? But they're gonna be dealing with their frustration. What's a manifesting generator dealing with? Anger and frustration. So what's he trying to find? Peace and satisfaction. That's when you'll feel that you're on the roof and that you've crossed that point. Look what happens in that period of time from 30 approximately 29.8, 29.6, whatever it is to 50, 49.6, whatever it is, pretty close. You got 20 years. What happens? The nodal shift. Now that's when you might feel like you're really getting in the saddle. So what is that? The nodal shift. We're launched out of a cannon. Okay from our south node into the world, we get to the top of the trajectory, we've run out of propellant, we've run out of force. Now it's not a question of where you came from, it's a question of where you're going to. That's the transformation for everybody. To let go of the information that you were given to operate on, number one, half of it wasn't true, the rest of it wasn't complete. So what is the second half of life? More of a discovery process? So as a 6-2, you're going through that transition, run out of steam. That's what they told me. Some of it worked, a lot of it didn't. You're not operating on that anymore. So it will become a very definitive experience for a person. Come on, 10 years on the roof, you're going you're to get rid of something, okay? And then all of a sudden, your direction is different. You're on a different section of the highway now. You're not coming from any place. You're going to some place. Mm-hmm. And based upon the information we were given when we were launched, we're going to be a little more cautious about the information we take in the second time, right? Look at your nodes. I mean, it's incredible. You'll see the highway of life that you're on, consciously and unconsciously. You'll see the highway you're on. I mean, if, the, if, if, the, if the, my, my nodes, the fourth hexagram. So I was looking for the pattern. I was asking all the questions. If I had a nickel for the number of times I said, but why? My parents were so patient. The love is in the detail. They'd give me an answer, and I'd say, yeah, but why? And they'd give me an answer, and I'd say, yeah, but why? And they'd give me an answer, and I'd say, yeah, but why? Now, I was fortunate. I didn't have somebody that slapped me upside the head and said, because I said so. The love is in the detail. My father would finally get to a place where he'd say, well, son, I don't know, but we could look at it together and see what we could find out. I trusted that man from that point forward when he Mm -hmm. said, I don't know, but we could look at this together and see what we could find out. That's when I trusted that man. Okay, so that's something that's going to happen in the midst, in the very center of your being on the roof, you're going to have a nodal shift. In that nodal shift is when you will find, wow, I really feel aloof to it all. Now, there's great liberation in feeling aloof to all that, and then there's, oh my God, now that that's not there, what do I do? That's when you become receptive to finding out. Like I said, we're not historians. You hear a 6-2 talking about history, you're looking at a phony. You hear a 6-2 talking about what could be if we were just willing to look at something more than what we think we think we see. That's a 6-2. So by the time you're in between 38 and 42 in that nodal shift, it is my feeling personally, because I went through this whole process before I even knew this was a process i mean i started in design you know 27 years ago okay i'm 67 now so i was 40. i was in my nodal shift i went through chiron not knowing that it was coming because we didn't talk about chiron for a long time it didn't mean i didn't feel it at any rate that's a lot to take in what i would suggest is 54 chats down there there's a lot of people with a lot of questions why don't we give some people some opportunity to have some expression about their questions ben you're the moderator you call on people if you can so they can raise their hand or whatever try to get your attention and let's answer some questions for a while
0: yeah i think i think it's a um, it's a good idea it's been an hour and a half that we we on the podcast so i actually uh, thought um closing the six two parts and going into the sixth line and talking about what's happening in 2027. But before doing this, um, if you guys feel you, know, you need a, a little two minute breaks, if you need to just go to the bathroom quickly, if you just wanna stretch yourself quickly, we can just take a two minute breaks and then we can take some question about the, the six two and, and then we just go for another 30 minutes on what, you know, the sixth line going to be in 2027, if, if it sounds good for you. Because it's a very fascinating topic and, and I really want to take the time for, for, for everything. So let, let's take a, a two minute break quickly. Just go to the bathroom, stretch yourself and, and I'll see you in, in, in two minutes.
3: That's the joy, the joy. (laughs)
2: Well done,
0: ben. All right. <laughs> uh, I love this music. It's so much joy. It's good so one.
2: good. What about you, Brother Ben, heading for joy? Yeah. You know, joy, the joyous is the energy to challenge authority. That's your yeah. process, Ben, right now. You are wrapped up in challenging where authority comes from. And we're going to find out comes from within you.
0: I tell you what, like in I remember my time in the military, that was a yeah. pain in the ass for everyone because I had just so much joy. And yeah. and like and they were pissed at me. That was like why are you so happy? Well I was like, why is that a crime to be happy? <laughs> you know <laughs> uh, yeah,
2: it's a pretty good thing, yeah. It really is.
0: Yeah. All right, Let's see, I think everyone is almost, almost back. Uh, yeah. All right, cool.
2: I'll let the ones that are back have a shot at it first.
0: Yep. So let's go. Let's go for questions. Um, please feel free to unmute yourself, to introduce yourself. So just, you know, your name, where you are at in the world, and what's your, your type, and uh, maybe your authority. And how that's long? it.
2: How long have been in design would be useful.
0: Yeah, how long you've been in design, and yeah, and then feel free to ask your question.
4: Hello, everyone. My name is David. Hi. Hi. Uh, I am a manifesting de- generator uh, with a sacral authority, mm-hmm. no uh, emotional uh, definition. Uh, I am almost five years the experiment mm-hmm. uh, it's it's pretty cool my my first reading was a, a present that I bought myself for my 20th birthday then yeah it's pretty cool and that was the day that I, exactly uh, was my Saturn return um, yeah so how old um, are you now? what? sorry? how
0: old are you now?
4: I'm uh thirty two like in, in uh three months forty three thirty three nice. nice. yeah um i i wrote a an answer but it's really a question because i'm i wasn't really sure mm-hmm. about the calculation someone asked in the chat about the calculation of the Saturn return and it's like it was, i i think it's like when you when you and uh, When you look at the truck you have the personality uh, side and you look at the saturn and you have the the gate and the line Mm
3: -hmm.
4: and when and i know that the full cycle of saturn is very slow something about 28 30 years and my answer is um the saturn return is when the the gate and the line uh, of the mandela wheel uh, complete full circle and, and that's basically the so the Saturn return. I, I, w- I wanted to ask if, if that's true. Is that correct? So uh, your
0: qu- so your question is how long the Saturn return long and if if it is based on the gates and the line and doing a full turn in the mandala, yeah. correct? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um Tom, how long so the you
2: got, you got your first reading on your Saturn return, huh?
0: yeah it's, it's like
4: i was it's, it's really funny I, I i'm from israel uh, yes. did, yeah and it was very it's, it's like a movie you know because i have all I, i'm studying daoism uh, uh, even you know a year before I, I i even know like in 27 a year before i even started with the the human design Okay. So I I have all this you know background in Taoism that helped me a lot in all all this you know human design uh, trip. Um so you know I I studied a little bit of Kabbalah even before, uh, yeah, before human design. Uh, it's it's really funny because all these things just happens you know you're not planning everything nothing. You know, you meet in people. I, I met my spiritual teacher uh, when I was uh, I was taking my cousin for for to see him, and we met, and he was like, "Oh, cool! Let's let's see. let's start studying this thing." Um, so, yeah, I'm off base, but what I really want to say is like, I really feel feel that six two is it's the real deal. You know, it's not just something the story that you read or something, you know that it's out of view, it's, it's really, I'm really living it. No, it's a nice story there. That... Nice.
0: Well, thank you, oh, you freeze, yeah. Well, thank you for sharing, uh, he's freezing. Okay, um, anyone, anyone else has like a very specific question about the 6-2 process? You know, like, let's try to keep questions on, on the 6-2.
4: Yeah, yeah, sorry. It's okay,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah,
4: i uh, really excited.
0: Oh, you back. Yeah, thank you. Sorry, thank yeah, you yeah. for hearing. Because you, you froze.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's my internet connection. Sorry That's about fine. that. It's
2: well, okay. I have to say one thing, and then I'll ask, I'd like to get your question if you have one, but I'd like to say one thing to you. It is amazing how right on time you were. And, you know, you know Kabbalah is part of human design. Yeah, it, it is a Kabbalistic aspect to design. In the same way, there's an astrological, and a chakra, and all that kind of thing. So it's just intriguing to me that you did that on your Saturn return as a six-line being. There's something in you that already knows. So
4: mm-hmm.
2: I just wanted to honor that. Now, do you have a specific question? If not, then we've enjoyed what you've said.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah I, just, I just flow with it. Um,
0: yeah, thank you. I think it's really, it's, it's really interesting what you just said as well because like we can observe, all of us, we are seven years to go to 2027. 20, and some of us just discovered design this year. You know, a lot of people mm. just discovered design this year or last year. So there's like something that is built within you that is yes. telling you, hey, time to wake up because now you have seven more years to yes. unfuck yourself and to change <laughs> yourselves and to be correct, yeah. you know, before 2027 is coming, right? <laughs> Great
4: awareness yeah. there. Great awareness there. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, thank you for...
0: Thank you, yeah, yeah, thank you, David, thank Thanks, David. you. Um, anyone have a very specific question on, on the 6-2, on um, Elena or Nicole, you know, Christy, um, do you, a do you guys- A not have to be a
2: question, could be a comment.
0: Yeah, it could be a comment or, you know, something things that you feel, blur. something you feel you want to show. I'm great
2: about something. Yeah. Um, I, uh, so Blair 2962 manifesting generator emotional. Um, same as Tom, I noticed. Um, um, how come we hear so much about six twos and we don't really hear anything about six threes? And when we talk about I don't know we're in a six two group, but um it seems like there's a lot of talk about six twos, but not really about six threes or other six line profiles.
0: It's um, it's a very good question. So the question is how come we only hear about a six two and we don't talk so much about the other six lines so the other profile which can be um four six um three six six three and six two i think that's only four profile with a six line well um i can start but i think tom had have has a lot of to say on this, but uh, the 6-2 is pretty the, the only one who is very, very separate from the race. Um, the 4-6, they, they don't really, I don't want to say they don't give a fuck, but it's kind of like they are not really interested about the 6-line. You know, they, they are all about this line 4. They are all about this opportunity. They are all about stuck in the personalities that is, oh, let me go out and do all this opportunity. You know, so they, they don't really pay attention about the 6. Um Then you have the three six, well, he's kind of like caught up into the trail and error process for his whole life, and he doesn't really understand what it means to be a six because it's unconscious and consciously he's he's always into the trail and error process, and that's the same for the six three uh at some point eventually the six the six three will be more aware like the six two is but um that's that's my answer. Um, I think Tom, if you wanna, you know, do say more about this or share it better.
2: Well, first, first thing is, it's just a matter of numbers. There's a tremendous amount more foundational profiles than there are, you know, uh, transitionals. And a six-three is a transitional. It's moving. So if you look at a six-three, it's a very small segment of the six. So there's a lot less of them. So number one, it's just a matter of numbers. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Number two, six threes, they're, they're so close to being a one three, and that's what they're looking at. Mm -hmm. So they're kind of more about what's, what's coming than what they actually are. They're not really a part of their hexagram. By the way, neither are six twos. Okay we're really looking at the next thing but six threes one of the things i always say to six threes and they really laugh i say you never actually are anywhere you're always on your way somewhere and they just start laughing because <laughs> they're always on their way somewhere they you know okay but why uh I, we don't have a six three um website <laughs> we have a six line website and a, a six two website and I'm encouraging the idea of six threes definitely being a part of this process, okay? I'm also encouraging the idea of four sixes and three sixes being a part of this process. But it was conceived by our, by our fearless leader, Benjamin. Uh, it was conceived as a six two, and that's kind of what it's attracting, okay? But yeah. if a six three came on, we would certainly give credence to that six three. Are there any 6 threes in this group? No. I rest my case. Okay? And, and it's not that they wouldn't be welcome. They would be welcome. Of course, at some point, the person whose idea this was, and by the way, he gave a lot of credit to, to Cheryl and myself, none of this would be happening if Ben hadn't had to put it in motion. So thank you very much, Ben. But, it, but he's the moderator. He's the guy that put this in motion, and God bless him. And uh, it, it was set up as a 6-2 thing. There are no 6-3s here. If a 6-3 shows up, we'll talk about 6-3s. It's, okay. it's, it's the same with uh, reflectors. How, you know, how much time does a reflector get in a design class? Next to none. And it's just a matter of numbers. And yet at the same time, in the same way we want to wake up our projectors to being projectors, boy, do we need to wake up our reflectors to being reflectors. They don't get a lot of that. When you have a general population, you're going to be speaking to generators mostly, okay? So that's what the majority of the information is going to be, particularly if it's a generator that's speaking. Mm -hmm. You can see why I'm talking about it would be so important for a person to go to someone with their type, their profile, even their authority would be useful, not necessary, but type and profile. Okay. Get your information from that person because that's language you're going to be attuned to. It's going to go in deeper. You're going to get it. And on top of that, it's making you more of who you are. I don't want to go to a five one and have them try and turn me into a paranoid insecure. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't mean that as an insult. Okay. Any more than I meant to insult manifestors last week. I have no insult with manifestors. One of the most beautiful relationships I ever had in my life was with a six-two manifestor, but she was emotional. So even six, even a, even as a manifestor, she, emotional, they still have to wait. See what I'm saying? If I was with a splenic manifestor or an ego manifestor, that might be another whole story. See what I'm saying? But at any rate, it's it, it's just a matter of who shows up. In this particular thing, we've got a filter up. It's six twos. Uh, so, yeah. at election could change that. And if he changes that, then we'll end up dealing with it. But he's right. The three six and the four six, their six is unconscious. Mm-hmm. So to them, so much of what we are blah, blah, blahing about is going to be to them, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> OK. And I know I lived with a four six for 37 years. I'll tell you that's a wild thing. You know, Ra used to say the next prejudice is going to be uh, profile prejudice. Them damn four sixes. <laughs> in a perfect world, everybody's fine. We just don't happen to be living in one right now. But we're we're being called to bring that about, and that's what we're here doing. Good question.
0: Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Good question. Thank you. Um. Any. Any. Questions about the 62 or we just uh, keep going for the last? Let's, let's try to do 20 25 minutes. Um, so, we're going to talk about um, the precession of the equinox. So, the return to the golden age, the, the age of Aquarius, which is here already, but the precession of the equinox will be in 2027. This is, this is what will happen. And that's why we talk about precession it's because we're moving backward, you know, we're not moving forward something, we're really moving backward, and that is something, and for those of you who know me today, I'm a very mystical person, you know, I'm a shaman, so I'm a very, very mystical person, Um, I love all those things, I've been studying all those things, I traveled the world, and I went into a lot of the sacred sites in the world, um, looking for those civilizations, ancient civilization, ancient knowledge. And one of the first things that the Egyptians said and talked about, so it's like thousands and thousands of years ago, you know, um, that spoke about the procession of the equinox. And those people were living here on Earth as a very, very advanced civilization. You guys believe that we are smart today? I mean, look at the world. We really aren't smart. We are the most stupid, frustrated, fucked up civilization living in the entire galaxy. We have created all those machines, all those weapons, all those things, because the mind told us so. The mind say, hey, let's create this, so we're going to pretend to be smart. But it's nothing to be smart here. And that's what is happening. We're going back. It's a cycle, you know, you need to see, you need to visualize a cycle in the universe. You know, we're moving into a cycle and that's what Ra was talking about, global cycle. Um, and we're going back to the golden age, who was a very advanced spiritual civilization here on earth and those people were living with one another, all each other in a very beautiful harmony. It was a beautiful living one, organized, harmony on, on earth. And they were all living together, very peaceful, less material things, way more higher values, you know, way more connected with nature. And, and this is what is happening. It's a return to the golden age. And that's going to happen slowly, slowly. And in 2027, we're going to have this procession of the equinox that will actually move us from line one to line six. So you guys can see the I Ching foundation where the sixth line are, this hexagram. And you can see that the line one to line three, it's an inner environment. It's focus, inward focus. And then we have four to six, which is upper upper hexagram. And that's um, a focus outside, outer environment. Um, We can see the keynote, the archetype. Right now, we are in line one, and I believe, if I'm not saying a mistake, it started during the 50s or beginning of the 60s. That was the line one, the background frequency, which is investigator, which is deeply, deeply insecure. And we can tell the funny things of it is for the last 60, 70 years, we created way more lawyers than the whole history of humanity. We created way more like insurance companies, bank, and and you know um, um, retirement plan, and all those things because the the background frequency moved us into something so deeply insecure, deeply paranoid, deeply I win you lose, you lose I win, you know this duality, and all across of this, yeah. Yeah, the cross of planning, and, and all of this is going away. All of this is just collapsing, and that's going to be a massive shift. How many of you have the feeling, Dame? I'm not born in the right time. Oh, this is what, what's wrong. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not born in the right time. 2027, sixth line, this is going to be all time. It's a big, giant gap. You know, it, it's, it's a damn a sh- a shift. It's not like we're going to line one, to line three, to line four, etc. No, we're moving from line one to six. That's huge. So Tom, please, or Cheryl, who's first? But Tom, if you want to start saying something about this, but uh, yeah.
2: I'm a southerner. Ladies always come first.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the first line. And with a lot of information, you know, we're living in time with so much information, so many things to research and investigate about. If it's truth, we don't know. If it's facts, we don't know. You know, that's all up to our experience. And um, when you look at the line, you know, it's broken. It's um, yin. Yin is broken, right? That's receptive, right? So it's a very receptive age and energy. And then we go to a solid six, line, a yang line solid energy so imagine that everybody being very solid in their authentic uh, role model way i wouldn't know but that's what i imagine yeah Mm, i don't know what i can add to this maybe tom has anything to say
0: i think to share yeah i think just by saying like i don't know you kind of like summarize the the whole point of the of the sixth line frequency, because we don't know what's coming. You know, it's like we really don't know. And uh, yeah,
2: yeah, we do not know. We do not know, but we will recognize it because we will resonate with it, and we'll go, "Oh my God, finally!" Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, okay. And it's not going to be that way for everybody. It's going to be that way for us. So, well, you know, there's a great privilege in that. There's also a great responsibility in that. We cannot show up as the old statesman sitting in a rocking chair, spitting in a spittoon. We have to be out there and be the living examples of what this is. And if not, everybody's going to say, see, we told you it was all phony baloney. You lived in fantasy. You're still in fantasy. No, this is going to become reality. But is it going to become a new reality based upon it being observable in the world? Not talked about. Observable in the room. Who do you think they're going to be observing? They're going to be observing those who have been observing since the moment of our creation. We have always been observers, okay? And now the hermit, Hey, the curtain's going up. You better make sure your pants are on. You better put your big boy pants on and your big girl panties on because it is time to show up. That's the pressure we're feeling right now. And show up to what? (laughs) We We don't know. We don't know. (laughs) But we will know it when it's there. And how will we know it? Well, first and foremost, you said it quite well. Wow, this is our time. You'll feel it. You'll feel, wow, they, uh, this is our time. And then people are gonna be squandering around, saying, what the hell happened to the, to the foundation, okay? Remember, they're coming from a foundation that was just left. It was just obliterated in terms of the background, okay? The milieu is going to be, I don't give a damn what you say, I'm not the least bit interested in your historical data. I wanna see what you're doing now. Now, if you're doing something that's beautiful, they're going to follow. And it's not because we have a need to lead. We have a need to be correct as ourselves and then notice that people are following. Not about the need to lead. People who have a need to lead make lousy leaders. People who are correcting themselves and look behind them and notice that people are impressed and following, well, there you go, there's a leader. what did we have to be for so long? Students. We were students. Now we become teachers. But the teacher never stops being a student. Especially when the entire game has changed names and changed foundations. We have to learn to actually be what we are. We're approaching it now. We're hopeful of it. We will not have the choice of being hopeful. We have to be that. Six and a half years from now, folks. That's tomorrow. Yeah, ready. That's why we're doing what we're doing here.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Nicole in the chat just say, I'm freaking excited about it. I'm like, yeah, me too. I'm so excited. Like, I can't wait to be in 2027 20, and see, like, you know, what's going to happen. Uh, it feels good. It, it simply feels good, you know, when when like Tom really told me this for the first time, I, I really didn't know about this. And, and I was like, okay, I know 2027, 20, but I had no clue it, w- it will be a sixth line. I yeah. felt like, oh, like such a release, you know, I felt like, mm-hmm. oh wow, finally, that's gonna be all time. You know, it's, it's like, I mean, if you have a look on my design, I have a huge melancholy and sadness that is coming from my son personality, which is the, the hexagram 10, the gate 10, which is the behavior. And the reason why I'm so sad is because no one knows how to fucking behave on this planet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And no, I feel sad, and I feel like, what the fuck is, those people drive me nuts and crazy. They don't know how to behave, you know, and and, and, and it's crazy. and. And when I heard about the, the 2027 and the sixth line, I was like, yeah, finally, you know, finally, maybe I have hope. I have hope that no one gonna be stuck in the mind anymore. No one gonna try to do competition anymore. No one gonna try to whatever, you know, and we all simply gonna be ourselves. Be you, mm-hmm. you know, be, be, be you for yourself. There's no need to put an image in the world. There's no need to try to be someone else. You're already complete. You're already good enough. And that's, that's, that's the sadness that I have. That's the melancholy. That's seeing all the self-hatred in the world. People don't love themselves. They try so badly to be something else. And that's going to end in 2027. As Tom said, I don't care about what you want me to do. No. I'm gonna be me. Sorry, I'm busy. I'm taking care of me. I'm doing me.
2: Well said, Ben. So everybody thinks of the word modesty, and they think modesty is about being humble. No, it's not. What it's not about being humble? You're being immodest when you're being anything other than yourself. That's immodest. So, what is modesty? Be yourself. Mm-hmm. Be yourself modesty. Yeah. Now that's modesty. The meek will inherit the world. That's not the weak. That's those that are receptive to the idea of being themselves for a change. And on on behavior. Oh, these people know how to behave. They behave like animals. (laughs) Our job is to go from animal origin to human destiny. That's what's coming. This isn't about, you know, the biggest ape wins. The guy with the most toys wins. Fuck that shit all that stuff. That's a Babylonian magic monetary system. Think about the word mono, mono, monetary, singular, okay? One group. Everybody else a loser, okay? Boy, does the ego love an arrangement like that. Now, I'm not talking ego in terms of design. You know, in design, ego is about willpower, okay? We're willful creatures, except for we will to act like idiots, what if we decide to will to act like human beings the most dangerous thing to an upright biped is another upright biped now that ought to tell you something we're not that far from the mouth of the cave but we are fixing to take a giant step in the old way it's over they will not go away easily they are going to resist but they are going away. Humanity is arriving on this planet in an awake and aware way. At this moment, the majority of us are somewhat reasonably well-behaved primates. And to demonstrate what I say, when Ra first called us killer monkeys, I was a bit offended. You know? What do you mean I'm a killer monkey? I never killed anything in my life. He said, yeah, but your species does. When we learn how to quit being killer monkeys and learn how to be cooperative rather than competitive. You're going to see what humanity actually looks like. And it's not going to be a choice. And those of us who want that choice are going to be delighted. Yeah. And those who want the old system, they're going to be a pain in the ass mm-hmm. for themselves and everybody else. So it could be a bit of a bumpy ride, but it's coming and there's no stopping it. Yeah.
0: And um, we can... I don't know if you guys, you know, when you go on, on Instagram or on Facebook, um, you know, we have those ads most of the time, you know, we can see ads and we can see uh, people who are trying to sell us, you know, marketing things and how to, how to make more money or how to travel and make more, you know, they're all like selling kind of a fake dream or manifesto propaganda, you know, and, um, and I've been seeing recently that those people are freaking out those people start to really freak out and they start to realize money is not anymore a motivation. Money is not anymore something that really motivates humans. Uh, um, Having big fancy cars or big mansion is not something that is motivating anymore humans. And I'm going to tell you a story, but money is too small. It is way too small to be a motivation. It's way too small. It's too small. The biggest, the only, only, only energy that exists in the entire universe is love.
3: That's, That's the it. only
0: thing that exists. All it. the rest, it's its a creation and, and, it, and it's not the truth. It, it, it's not here. And the reason why is I believe all of you heard at least once the story of the mother with the child, in India or you know, in those country where there's a car crash and a child is blocked, stuck you know, underneath the car, and the mother, we just don't know how, she find the strength to lift up the car with her arms to put out the kid, the, the child, right? Do you think it's money? Do you think if I give billions of dollars to this woman, she will find the, the strength? No. The only reason why, it's because love. The love of the children. I mean, we travel the world for love. We we die for love. We live for love. We do everything for love. We don't do things for money. We don't do things for a big fancy car. We don't do things for a big mansion, a big house, a big this, or plenty of, of different shirts, or a new iPhone, or a new TV, or whatever. This is all... the. The mind stuff, that's the ego. And there's nothing wrong, there's nothing bad. It is what it is, but this is going away. And we are returning to unity consciousness, to the spirit consciousness. That's why, where we are going, 2027, sixth line, role model, living example. Sorry, I'm busy. I'm taking care of me. I'm I'm doing this for me. Oh, you want to go make war? Yeah, go go by yourself make war. I don't want to do this. That's the sixth line. That's twenty twenty seven. Exciting, right?
2: Very much. Very. If we talk about money for just a second, I'd like to add a few funny comments about money.
0: Yeah, sure, sure. And there's nothing wrong with money. You know, I do love money. I really like it. It's fun. It's a good contribution a yeah. brief contribution but well,
2: it's not it's useful in the sense that profit motive profit motive will get things done that wouldn't get done otherwise yeah. but if those motivations of profit are not attenuated with higher more vi- high vibration that has a tendency to implode on itself it has a seeds of destruction whatever you build is coming tumbling down you're building a ship to wreck that's all you're doing yeah. so money's a catalyst it makes whatever's happening happen faster and more intensely if you're already on your way to hell on a pair of roller skates, you'll get there a hell of a lot faster with money in your pocket because you'll have nuclear powered roller skates and go like hell, right? <laughs> so It's not a question of what, how much money you have. It's a question of what you're doing. Because whatever you're doing, money's going to make it happen faster and more intensely. I've always said character is what you get when you can't get nothing else. If you get your character before you get your money, you'll make good use of both of them. Mm-hmm. If you get your money before you get your character, well, we've seen endless stories of how that goes. You have to have some higher motivations, but that's, that's the first level. We don't wanna demonize the idea that there's currency. There will always be currency, but the currency now is based upon a competition. The currency in the future will be based upon a cooperation. They're taking Darwin on now. They're saying, Darwin, it's not, the, it's not the survival of the fittest. It's the survival of those that know how to cooperate. Mm-hmm. I mean, when we quit killing one another and start loving one another, yep. think about it. Man, if we had a peacetime budget, you know, we have no money to educate our children. We have no money to feed ourselves. But if there's a war, money comes flying out. <laughs> we can launch million dollar missiles to eternity what (laughs) the question of what you apply that to how you get it what the principles are and that's what's shifting family's not going away marriage is not going away money is not going away there will always be exchange of some sort but it'd be more like an energy exchange you know i go to a lawyer and he wants me to paint his house and i need some legal advice and he says well you know he says, well, what do you get an hour? I said, I give you an hour of my time for an hour of your time. Time is time. Yeah. Time is time. If, you, if, you, if you, you, know, you, you give me an hour of your time, I'll give you an hour of my time. That's called cooperation. Everybody brings something to the table. It's all worth something. This one up, down, oh, I'm a lawyer. I'm not even going to talk. You know what you got when you get 100,000 lawyers at the bottom of an ocean? A damn good start. <laughs>
3: yeah <laughs>
2: yeah i mean who needs who needs all that yeah yeah the idea they call it a justice system there is no justice in the legal system you got to be kidding yeah if You've never been in a courtroom you know what that's like it's a joke everybody's <laughs> lying and everybody knows everybody's lying justice comes from the truth
0: all right yeah. i think uh I think we're pretty good for today because there's always, always more to add, always more to add. But it's going to be almost two hours, and and it's pretty good. Um, yeah. So just to remind you, uh, next week that will be the last episode of the season one, uh, which will be about the four basics. So we're going to talk about the four basics, which is you know your types, your strategy, your authority, the not self, the mind. Very basic things for the human design, but but it's always good to go back to the basics because if you don't have a good foundation, you cannot build up the the house and you cannot continue to experience this knowledge. You know, it's all about coming back to the basics, which is really your type, your strategy, entering into things correctly as yourself, understanding your not self, etc. etc. So that's the the topic that we will cover uh, for next week. Thank you very much again. That was myself, 62 uh, generator, the left angle cross of prevention. You guys can find me on f- uh, Facebook, you know, Ben Life Changer, Instagram, Ben Life Changer. Uh, I'm a breathwork teacher. I do a lot of shamanic healings, uh, clearings, energetics, uh, healings, etc. So you guys can just contact me and please come to the free breathwork class every Tuesday and Saturday. That that's super cool. Um, Cheryl who is a 6'2 projector splenic splenic projector the left angle cross of the mask she's teaching an amazing projector um course on success projector how to be a good projector and how to understand projector Uh, she's doing the living your design projector you know as well uh, which is super amazing you can find her on facebook and you can contact her on human design experience on facebook and tom um tom who is extraordinary Uh, doing a lot of uh, very in-depth analyst reading chart, you know, human design readings. That You can also, you know, contact him via email and uh, his manifesting generator, emotional, left-handed cross of migration. So that was the three of us for the podcast. Um, uh, It was really, really amazing. Always be correct for yourself. Uh, Just, you know, be yourself, love yourself. And, uh, and that's it for the, for the podcast. Uh, I'm going to turn off the recording. And for those of you who may, you know, want to stay a little bit longer and have a, a few questions before we, um, before we leave, um, you can stay. Otherwise, thank you for watching the live recording on YouTube. Please leave comments. Just, uh, yeah, feel free to ask your question and looking forward to seeing you next week. Bye. <laughs> Yes. I don't
2: know if we're going to be renewed next season.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so who
2: knows that? Who knows that is the people who show up. It ain't about us. We can't renew ourselves. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully we're doing something that people are enjoying, and maybe we get renewed. Other than that, we get booted off the
0: network. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cheryl, do you want to add something? before? Uh, no. I turn off? Thank
1: you. Okay. Bye, everyone.
3: Okay. Till next week.